Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A few minutes after 11 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Sliwa just sitting in from his bathroom break. Hi, Slee. It was pretty two minutes kind of on the clock there. That, that, I was pretty good at that. That's why we call it a clock. No, I'm talking about me. Oh. My performance <laughs> Your of getting clock? it done and jogging <laughs> <Your> back. <performance. laughs> Got to get it in. Hurry, you hurry, can watch hurry, the show hurry, on hurry. YouTube today. Just search ESPN Los Angeles. I'm wearing a Riv hat. And sunglasses, because maybe or maybe not, I'm wearing the same clothes from yesterday. looks awfully familiar, as does the pullover. It was such a great day, I didn't want to change clothes, because that means the memories escaped. I I had a great day, too, but you notice I'm in a clean set of clothes. (laughs) How was uh, was the spread yesterday? Chris can speak to it. Oddly enough, Travis did not hit the spread. So this was a discussion yesterday when you left... I'm like, how is he not getting just, just prime take rib it down? That's what I'm saying. But there's something it? special about a morning prime rib. Because, <laughs> listen, this is sort of, you got to remember, this is Riviera Country Club. So this is sort of like the Caddyshack scene when the caddies <laughs> get to jump on the pool. That they're, It's like they're letting us around. Caddies welcome 1 to 115. <laughs> exactly. So it's in the main ballroom okay. that you get to go get food. But they're mm. like, we're not going to do a breakfast and a lunch for these guys. So we're just going to do a brunch. That's open, starts at like 10 a.m. till noon, and then we all get to play, part of media day. So there's really no breakfast. Okay. It's just bur- Wagyu beef burgers, oh chicken, Caesar salad, prime and prime rib. <laughs> yes. I mean, how could you go wrong? I, I, I don't know how you didn't get and a, a plate. And a good bratwurst, too. I don't know how you didn't get a plate, sit it in that office wherever you were doing the show from, and then during the break, tell everybody, shut the hell up. I got to eat this thing. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen, I, I don't, we don't eat during the show, too. Maybe a little little something, but not, it's like I'm going to have a plate of prime rib in but front But I'll give of you me. this Meat up. district, we were eating burgers like it was. It was before uh, the show. Look, if they rolled that prime rib out there at 9.30, I would have been elbows deep. <laughs> but but the, they brought it out at 10.30. I was in the middle of the show. I was in no man's and land. And the gentleman cutting the prime rib, so I was in there with Cody, who's on our, our uh, fun and games department, and- because I don't like to go into those situations alone. Because mm. I just imagine everybody's watching me yeah. hit the buffet. You got to come going, with oh, somebody. Oh, look at that guy. Mm-hmm. So I got Cody as my shield. And I, because he's asking me, like, so Chris, are you still doing the no the no bread thing? I'm like, hey, Cody, I do more fasting now. You know, I do yoga. And yoga. Cody, please. I don't want to even talk. I just want you to stand next to me while I eat. Okay? I knew yoga was coming out Cody, right do you there. know I do yoga now? <laughs> like right but then there. the prime, the gentleman cutting, carving the prime rib looked at me. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm good. Because I was like, nah. Did he give you the, and then are, he, are you? He gave, no, come on home, buddy. I know where you need to come. And I said, okay, just one. Just one slice. I could see him where he's got like every cut there. He has a certain slice, just how thick it's going to be. Sure. And then Chris comes up. He's like, no, I don't want it. Oh, you're going to get some. And he goes a little bit over, for a little bit thicker of a slice. And then he says, there's the horseradish right there. You need some au jus? Was there some jus? No, I just want horseradish. Oh, uh, yeah, both good. So spread, spread phenomenal. And there's nothing like an 11 a.m. Did you get the end cut that's a little more cooked? I'm not going to do that. I'm a guest. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but it's there. I mean, you can cut it off the other end. You don't have to go in the middle of the rib. Or the rib. But real quick, I'll tease this. At 11.15, I'm going to tell you about Travis's wallet, which we don't see open often. 
Yeah. Okay. Remember yeah. that other day when the feather was flying around in the studio? I do. Remember. I think I saw a feather when that wall would open up. I'll tell you the details around eleven fifteen. Okay. One food question. Uh, yesterday. I'm always trying to lock out, and then this guy's just. Well, I got you. Me I got you for in. one more. But I, if I don't get it now, then you know. Um, Emily talked about yesterday. She'll do lasagna in the morning if it's in the refrigerator. A morning cold lasagna, or yeah, you morning cold, cold lasagna. So here's the problem with cold pasta, as we say in the you know the neighborhood. in the community. <laughs> it gets stuck. It almost feels heavy in your chest. Probably because it's incredibly heavy to begin with. It's a brick of pasta Honestly, that's stuffed with meat problem. and cheese. It feels heavy. Because on Sunday, there was a Sunday. But I'll, but it being cold, it's going to be even tougher to take down. So I'll be, since you brought this up. Yeah. So there was a Sunday gravy, just sausage, not meatballs, on Sunday for the games. My parents came over to the house, whatever. My uncle was there. Last night, after I got home from Riv, I wasn't hungry because we had dinner, but I was like, I could nosh a little. Sure. There's food in the fridge. And there is a, this is like a Sopranos episode. There is literally a, uh, not Tupperware, but a, uh, what's the Pyrex, right? Glass full of cold penne oh boy i took a little bit and it felt like i couldn't get to sleep for a half hour because it just felt like it was sitting in my chest so i would avoid the cold pasta right i mean emily it does feel heavy right uh i think that's like you guys probably it feels <laughs> great going down I i'm a big fan of the cold lasagna so, i haven't had cold yeah. lasagna in a long time Maybe now I'm going to have to get some I, lasagna or I, make it I've and never, then eat it cold. I've had lasagna I recently. I can cold lasagna. It's, I have a problem with that. I just funny. can't do it at 7 a.m. I think that's right. I think we're together on no, that the, one. Listen, Emily's right in this. Food has no time. Okay, you Breakfast wanna, has yeah. no time. No, food, food has, has no time. Food has time. No. If you want to eat lasagna at 7 a.m., if you want to eat a prime- You want to have a burger and a dog at 6.30? I've done it plenty of times <laughs> in my life. Yeah, I've done that. Because golf courses have burgers and dogs at 7 a.m. That's And breakfast burritos sometimes. But like a, there are... Th- you're not slicing off a wedge of prime rib at 6.30 before no. you but maybe jump now in the I car do. and drive to work. I don't know. Travis and Sliwa continues now. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I... I love now he understands. Lasagna is good. Let that go. We were in the middle of it. Hot lasagna is good. Yeah, and I'm intrigued. Like I want to try it first thing in the morning because my I mentioned you. My mom makes this thing. It's got corn and ground beef and egg noodles. And all. It, it's like a casserole. It's like super old school and not the most like visually appetizing thing. And but it's very very good. And there's always leftovers. And the next morning, I've powered through that, and it's got a lot of pasta in it. And it's exactly what Chris said, but doesn't stop me. Still I need hammering like a, through it. I need like 11 a.m. to go off. Would you have hit the prime rib at 10 o'clock oh, yeah, yesterday? I would have. Really? Yeah. During the show? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd have been okay. I th- it's funny. I've never seen you, said you eat a, during the show. But I don't have somebody carving prime rib next to me. <laughs> If you well, brought the same ne- guy, guy from Riv, sitting in the chair next <laughs> if you me. brought the same guy from Riv and he's sitting right here, I'm going to eat With it. the hat, the tall, the Amazing. toke, I believe it's called. It yeah, looked good. smelled good. Chris right. came in with it. I'm like, well, that's prime rib. Yeah, I had I, ice I, I water and that. a bag of pretzels. <laughs> that's literally what I got out of the spread yesterday. And I think I had a Coke on the golf course, too. It was a great day. Uh, shout out to Scott Votes, who was our uh, contest winner yesterday. Um Good dude, had a good time, hit a couple of bombs out at Ribsley. There's one of those things that... Good golfer? Pretty good, yeah. yeah. And and it, he was like the rest of us. Hit some good shots, hit some bad shots. We were kind of all over the place. But the caddy we had, shout out to Steve, our caddy, 
Um, been at Riv for 25 years. Mm. Knows the course like the back of his hand. It was, and it's super funny to tell you a little story and you know want awesome. to be over here. Re- really cool. But you knew you did something really good when he would say that's a good shot because you didn't get very many of those. Mm. Like there was only maybe a he handful. Was selective with we, his four guys playing 18 holes, and I think the, through the course of the day there were four good shots, and I think Scott got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of a it was a little bit of a different ride along the way. Let's try another one of these phone calls. Speaking of us, Scott, let's go to Scott in La Habra. Scott, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, bud? Hi guys, how you doing? Big Angel fan. Um I don't think the Artie Moreno thing, I don't think he can actually sell the team right now. Um you guys mentioned, you know, he he put it out there six months ago. He would have had to sell the team in the first week or two because of the Otani factor. If you look at the Washington Nationals, they traded away Soto, correct? Well, as a new owner coming in, you guys all mentioned Otani's going to leave the Angels most likely. If the first thing that happens is Otani leaves, you don't resign him, you trade him or anything like that, everybody's going to hate you. And I'm not a Moreno fan, but everybody's going to hate the new owner if the first thing that happens is Otani leaves. So it might not be really up to him. I'm a season ticket holder. They actually sent out a thing, 2023. Don't be surprised if in a year or two it happens again and it shows up because you just can't be the new guy and say, bye Otani, bye Trout. Everybody's going to hate you. It just It's going to happen that way. Well, it's interesting, Scott. I, I think that what you're putting together makes logical sense, but Otani's leaving because the Angels are bad, not because a new owner is coming in. He th- this would not be a you know John Doe buys the Angels and Otani's down the road two months later and it's like oh John Doe ran him off. It wouldn't be that. It's like he's been here a long time. The Angels have been bad. He wants to go win. He wants he, to win. He, he's been saying for two years I want to go win. I don't think mm-hmm. that would necessarily stick to the new guy. And and the reason I, it is a surprise to me is because it appears that it was a surprise to Rob Manfred, who's the commissioner of baseball. It was only a couple of weeks ago, Al, where he was saying, look, we expect to have this done before the start of the season, that there's a lot of interested uh, buyers out there, Yeah, that they've talked that they had about five different people that were very interested, that were looking at the data, as they say, basically the P&Ls of a baseball team. Mm-hmm. And people were interested, $2.5 billion, maybe as high as three, reportedly, and then just pulling it off. I don't think the Otani thing, because... You could try to keep him. You could move him. That's just the price of being an owner. You're going to have some good decisions, some bad decisions. But the Otani leaving decision would have stuck to Artie whether it happened right before or right after the sale went down. I don't think that sticks to the new guy. So I think any owner that came in, you are going to give that new owner time to figure this thing out. And it's not going to get figured out in a year. And if Shohei was on his way out and there was nothing that he can do... Uh, the new owner, I don't think people are going to sit I think no matter, when you get a new owner to a new company, you got to give them a second. Yeah. Artie Moreno, you already know what you have there. You're not giving him any more time. Obviously, Artie Moreno has proven that um, he's put together losers over X amount of years. I'm not trying to be, it's just the reality. You're either, you're winning your division, you're making the playoffs. Mike Trout has never won a playoff game. Mike Trout has never won a playoff game. He's only played in three of them. He's mm-hmm. been in the playoffs once and they swept. got swept in three games. I mean, it's you. You could say he's never won a play. At least they were in the playoffs four or five times. You're like, okay, look, they're just yeah, not quite good. They've never even been in it. They've only won the division once in Mike Trout's career. It's it just it's it's a it's uh, a terrible look for everybody. But most of all, it's a terrible look for Artie because people were thrilled that he was going to leave, and now that he's coming back, and everybody's incredibly 
that I don't even know what the word is. Not not unenthusiastic. It's more than that. Just like serious, like bummed out. Yeah, like, bummed re- out. Like really, mm-hmm. he's oh man. So more of this. I love Manfred's uh, statement. I'm very pleased that the Moreno family uh-huh. has decided to continue owning the team. I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I'm sure you're uh, very I can tell. happy. As you were probably thrilled when he. Oh no, Hardy, please stay. Please stay. Don't don't sell the team. We'd love to have. Shohei Otani goes somewhere Despite else. strong buyer interest in the Angels, Artie Moreno's love of the game is most important to him. Uh-huh. Sure. Sounds good. Lakers and Clippers tonight. What is it? It's 10, Slee? Is it 10? They've been 10 times in a row. Oh, is that? Is that? Jeez, I did not even know that number. I know the Clippers dominate the I Lakers think, as of late. I think it's 10. Not tonight. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Call my shot. Lakers okay. by more than one. Well, t- Travis sounds Lee, good. 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa is on. Producer Emily's here, producer Taylor. You can see what's different about us. I think that's going up on social media, the three of us, myself, Emily, and Taylor in a moment. But you can also just watch the show on YouTube at ESPN Los Angeles today. If you're listening, thanks for listening on a Live Imaging Tuesday. We talked about Trav and I's outing yesterday at RIV for Media Day for the Genesis Invitational, which is coming up later in February. Be there, by the way. It's a great sports event in the Southland to be part of. It's a fun day. You could maybe run into Trav and I on that Thursday. Arguably one of my favorite events of the entire calendar Mm -hmm. in L.A. I love that event. It's one of my faves. So Fantastic. This day, the Media Day, always falls around Tommy Lamb's birthday. And you hear Tommy referenced here a lot on the radio station. He's the uh, head of the Funny Games Department. Okay, help make the Mandy's come to life. All the different events we do. Tommy has to be a big part of things. So it's we're very close. We play golf every week. We're friends, of course, friends. I always take him to R and D Kitchen in Santa Monica after we get done to eat the greatest chicken sandwich that you will find. <laughs> it's called the Ding's Crispy Chicken Sandwich at R and D Kitchen, which is part of the Houston's restaurant family. The, I treat. This is my thing. So. I thought, well, we'll mention it to Trav. We don't usually mention it to anybody else just because everyone's tired. They want to get home, fight traffic to get home from Riv. I believe the invitation went something like this. I know you won't want to come, but... Mm. Anyway, and then and immediately said, you're like, said, I'd love to come. I'd love to come. That I sounds invi- nice. So Trav was invited. Mm-hmm. So it's the three of us. Okay. We have a lovely meal. They both agree, oh, it's the best chicken sandwich. So great. Oh, my goodness. And yep. then the, yeah. the, the check comes. Right the check comes. Yep. And this is, what I, this is my gift to Tommy. Every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get that. Trav, you almost heard the Hallelujah music in the background. <laughs> that wallet comes out. Yep. A, f- a feather 
cobwebs. <laughs> it's gone flying. Because Travis says, no, I got this one. And I look at him like that wallet. So right when he opens it, it's a picture of Rome. It's just that old. It's been that long since they opened it. And I look at him like, now you want to pick up a tap? This is the meal I pay for. Okay, I almost wanted to give him the Tony Soprano line. Here's how it works: you eat, I pay. But I didn't because I thought, well, this is a really big event that he's paying for dinner. Okay. Trav. Especially when he knows Tommy's, like, he didn't know I was going to treat that this is like Tommy's birthday. So he yeah. knows Tommy's holding a corporate card. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. I am not. But mm. he knows Tommy's got a corporate card on him. Did you instantly regret no. kind of forgetting the whole no. corporate card? But he card topped and... me. This is my birthday gift to Tommy. What do I got now? So now you got to go do something for Tommy. Uh, you're, you're, you're putting too much thought. I just wanted to do something nice for two people that I enjoy spending time with. That's all. Just wanted to had a nice day with you fellas. Thought it might be nice to your there's an angle treat, here. Treat you guys to some ch- crispy chicken sandwiches, oh. which were terrific. It had a little kale slaw on it, sleeve, a little Swiss mm. oh, cheese yeah, on a nice. toasted sesame bun cut into three pieces, served with fries that were not overly salted, with a little ketchup on the side and a little remoulade. It was just it was it was terrific. I don't know what he Dean's said that second crispy word. Crispy chicken remoulade. sandwich. Never never even heard of it. It's it amazing. R and D kitchen. So good. I'll take you there and I'll pay if you want. <laughs> but here's my thing. Did the bank call you last night to go, sir, sir, we, we see a meal a, in Santa yeah. Monica You're that on was- the West Side spending money. That seemed oddly on? expensive for chicken sandwiches. So it was over $75. We yeah. wanted to call you immediately. I believe yeah. the phrase you're looking for is, thank you, Travis. <laughs> thank you, Travis, for taking the one gift I give Tommy each year. Well, Appreciate you can, it. You can, you can buy him a chicken sandwich another day. I'm just glad that I got. But we're to not spend in time Santa Monica often hey, on a weeknight. There one night, go get the Dings chicken sandwich. Chris did order for the table, which was kind of awkward. That was kind of a weird moment. I got to be honest. Well, wh- because I was prepared <laughs> for you to be like, "Oh, Chris, you've been talking about this sandwich all day." Were you? But go- would I'll you get, get the spaghetti anything- and meatballs. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> you weren't going to get anything different, right? Well, so we sit down, and the the waitress comes over and takes the drink order. And then she says, we have some specials. And she reads off the specials. And Chris goes, sounds great. We're going to have three Dink's chicken like sandwiches. That. With three fries. <laughs> I like that. Because the fries are separate. <laughs> like, didn't even go around the table like, you guys good? Just, we're going to take three Dink's chicken sandwiches. And he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. And then he paid. And then I paid. What do you think, Al? We won't see that wall open even. up for I've another 10 years. I bought you one. I bought you one. I bought Tommy one. When did you one. buy me one? At bre- uh, when you and me and Amanda over at the uh, hotel over here. Did you get trying. that one or did I get that no, one? I got that one. Remember, I blew it because I thought Amanda was going to do the corporate That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one that I had a, I had a very tactical That's approach right. that backfired. That's right. <laughs> this was not that last night. Yeah, he's, now he's set. Now now he's still waiting for Taylor the invitation to, to go somewhere else from <laughs> still us. Still owe them one. We'll get it squared away. Factor Caps coming up in just a few minutes with producer Emily, but Travis Itzliwa continues now. Thank you, Chris. Um, I'm a let me go to Yelp and see some photos. Oh place looks amazing it was good it was it was good they had a good a nice cold beer chris had a martini it was it was a good yeah, uh, tommy got some fancy drink this is on top of the golf course that's yeah. a good day I, I don't know if you know me well enough to know but that's kind of my thing like if i if i could do anything that would be the day go play golf at a nice place like that go have a nice sandwich somewhere fries hang out with some people that you enjoy their company have a have a beer maybe have a cocktail well you had a pretty good day you had said that if money wasn't an option, you want to be the country club guy. It's the only thing the country club thing mm-hmm. I want. Like, I don't need a fancy car. I don't need plane second house. I I would love to be able to go play golf at 
my club sleep. Whatever. It doesn't have to be a fancy one. Hey, why don't you come on over to the club, Al? We'll have a little lunch. Yep. We'll play a little golf, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll play some cards afterwards in the in the grill room. I'd yep. be I'd be a very good country club member. Just wear a towel when you're in the. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'd never go in there. I'd never go in there. You're not gonna go shower? Nah, I'm no? going home. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go you play golf. Use their shower? Nah. Kind of worry about use their fresh towels. Eat, play a little cards, bounce, go home, grab a shower there. I don't. I don't know. Maybe a little a mouthwash. Huh? A, I do like that. Get a little <laughs> mouthwash in there. I do like that. I'm not much of a. I'm gonna hang around the locker room with everything flipping and flopping around. That's little, not my deal. <laughs> throw a little aftershave on. You didn't nah, even shave because I'm not. I, you didn't I, have to shave. I, I Just do uh, the little pump mouthwash. We get the little cup. That is. Yeah, that by is. the way. Also impossible to get it into the cup without it exploding. No, on the no, first it gets pump. on your wrist. <laughs> it goes I, I hold it and it's on my sleeve <laughs> and down my wrist. Because you, you don't know how hard to push the little plunger yep. and no, you no. always hit a little toy. It's like a scope explosion. And the cup is too small <laughs> for you to put it right in front of the it barely dribbles yeah. out. It's a it's a whole thing. Nine in a row, Al. The I Clippers. need like a 32-ounce cup <laughs> the big to ball. make sure it doesn't get <laughs> What they should do is put like red Solo cups in there. Just have them lined up with the barbicide and the cones uh, and all of everything else. Nine in a row. Clippers over the Lakers. Clippers nine in a row. They could make it uh, 10 tonight if all they right, can win well, that you game. You agree with this or not? Lakers are already 0-2 against the Clippers this year. Clippers are a 500 team. And I still think that they'll be a tough out in the playoffs and think they'll make the postseason. We'll see what happens. I think the last time the Lakers played them was the first week of November. It's like November 9th or 10th or something like that. So okay. they played them in the second game of the season. Then they played them a few weeks into the season as well. Safe to say this is not the same Laker team as it was two months ago. Yeah, they're better. And, and the reason why I say that is because I'm not, I don't know if the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers. What history will tell you is that the Clippers, for some reason, Luke Kennard becomes Larry Bird. Um, <laughs> Every, they play so well against like, and they it feels like they had a chip on their shoulder every time they play the Lakers. But the one thing I will say about the Lakers over the last, let's say, thirty days, forty days, they don't get blown out. Last season, if the Lakers went down fifteen, it's twenty five by halftime, and if it's twenty five, it might be thirty five by the time the start of the fourth quarter. This team, I will give them if there's something to give them credit for. By the way, eleven and nine since Anthony Davis has been out. I'm that counting. I'm right counting there. that Denver game too, where he it's left that game. Um, but eleven and nine since then, they don't lose. They could have lost to Memphis big. They could have lost to Portland big. And I'm not even talking about. I know they ended up winning those games. They don't really get blown out. And I think this will be interesting tonight. I don't think it's the same Laker team as it was in those first two losses against the Clippers. Clippers have clearly had the Lakers number. I kind of like the position that the Lakers are in right now. I kind of like that they fight every single night. I think we might have a good game tonight. I, I hope so. They need to win these games. They they really need to win these games against the Portlands of the world. And beating Memphis is great, but Memphis is at the top half of the draw, and they're going to stay at the top. You're half talking of the about draw. San Antonio tomorrow. I, I, San Antonio tomorrow, but the Clippers in particular, because the Clippers and Lakers are only separated by a few games. So I mean something, right? It, it's like the double game in baseball, right? Where when you're playing the team you're chasing it's a two-game swing if you're down by two at the end of the night you're either going to be down by three or by one it's mm -hmm. a two-game swing that's kind of what this is with everybody bunched as close together as they are staying out but ne never mind getting into the play and that's goal one but if you can find a way to get out of that group and as weird as it is even though they're in 12th place they're not far out of even skipping the play-in tournament and being just one of the top six that's got to be the goal now the, of course it does mm -hmm. because look the, like you said 
they're playing a lot better and they don't get blown out, but there's also not a team in the NBA that they can't lose to. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to get into a one-and-done or a a two-and-done situation. Could agree more. Beating teams in that middle, beating the Dallas, beating the Clippers, beating those teams that are kind of all bunched in that 5-11 or 12 range, that's everything. This is a big game. As weird as it sounds, game on January 24th is a pretty big deal. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't uh, undersell that by any stretch. By the way, Clippers have 24 losses on the season. Lakers have 25 losses on the season. So you're right that if you do win this game, you're tied with the same amount of losses as the Clippers with X amount of games left. They're going to reach a point, too, and maybe we get an update on Anthony Davis today in pregame. Um, We're sitting here a week from today. Is he playing, you think? I think no question about it. Yeah. I think he... I Could think, he play tonight? No. Won't, be, won't play tonight. I think he could be back realistically Saturday. Seems like that's uh, that's a, a a big possibility there. John, if you mentioned, you don't know. Maybe they maybe they would even try to have him play a little bit tomorrow, so that his first game back is not against the Boston Celtics, the best record in the NBA, guys that like banging that kind of ease your way into it a little bit. But I really actually kind of believe this. They they went eleven and nine so far without AD. You're going to get Austin Reeves. You're going to get Lonnie Walker. You feel like Hachimura is going to be a player that has a role on this team because he's 6'8". He's a wing guy. AD's on his way back. You're kind of out of excuses. From this point on, I do think you know playing good basketball I don't think is unrealistic, and moving up the standings I don't think is unrealistic. I, if watching Anthony Davis under normal circumstances is kind of hold your breath every time he runs up and down the court, I can't imagine what that's going to feel like when he finally does come back mm-hmm. because – He's coming off of another pretty significant injury where he's missed, what is it, 18 games? More. More. By the time he comes back, he misses, let's say, today and tomorrow. I want to say he'll have missed 48, 49% of the season, yeah, I mean, okay. which is about 23, 24 games. He's played in 25. Yeah. So, so he's closing in on missing half the season again, and so he's back against the Celtics, whoever it may be. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's also hold your breath time and see what you get because you just have no idea what he's going to bring every single night. All right, Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, I am. I'm not holding my breath about my lunch with Travis, but if it is, I think it's going to be pizza on the floor for everybody. <laughs> no, we will do it. We I, we, we will do it. Um, I know we did a cold lasagna. Will you will you today. order for us? No, I, I was I was 
quite honestly, a little, whoa, that, that happened fast. All forward. <laughs> Taylor's not eating. He's getting dessert. Uh, Emily's getting. <laughs> I was going to get the sandwich. I just wasn't expecting to have it ordered for me. It was yeah. awkward, if I'm being honest. I'll take a lemonade. No, you won't. <laughs> He's taking control. Also, so this, so, I'm sorry, Emily. Uh, we sit down. The lady says, going to get you something to drink? I said, I'll take a Mandela. She goes, we don't have that. I said, like Corona, some Mex- Mexican beer. We don't have any of those. We what do you have? And we only have one beer. Uh, love two beers. Lagunitas. So that sounds great. Like, how about just instead of me asking for the ten things you know, I want you just tell me what you got, and I'll yeah. pick one of those. It's like we don't have a beer. I'm come out with a Bacardi for you. Also, it's like a fancy place that has no beer. No, they had they had a beautiful bar, wine, but only a, a, a couple of beers. Very yeah, cultivated beer list. Hmm. Okay, all right. So I saw this debate on Twitter the other day. So letting your child play with their iPad at full volume at a restaurant is rude on the on the part of the parents. Travis Fetterkat, one thousand percent fact. Look, I, I've I've come to grips with the fact I don't like it, but I'm not railing against it anymore. If you want, if you have a young child, and I'm going to say six, seven, and down, and you don't have a sitter or something, you want to go out and have a dinner, and you can keep that kid quiet for 45 minutes staring at an iPad, knock yourself out. Yep. I don't need to hear the Elmo song playing out of the iPad while I'm sitting at the table, six tables over. Just just turn it down. Just have a nice night. Enjoy your time. Give him some headphones. But I I should not hear the Elmo number five song from across the restaurant. That's a bad deal. Um, This falls into a lot of bad deals. In fact, on this as well, I I don't understand it. And there are some people I'll use as an example. You're at a restaurant. This happened to me and my girl, I don't know how many months ago. I might have even mentioned the story. We're, We're eating ramen and they're the tables are pretty close to each other. And there's one girl with, uh, I don't know, they're a couple, whatever. She's so loud. She's so loud. This is not even kids, any of that stuff. I'm like, kind of know your surrounding here. I, I find myself talking the same level of what's going on, right? Well, not, you're a human being. Not being too loud. Now this. The kids is a, is a whole different. You're turning their iPad all the way up. You got your phone all the way up. and you got, People at the gym, I'll see people walking around at the gym having a full-on conversation. What are you doing? Like this, with a face card. It's like, what just you hold doing? it up to your ear, brother. Yeah, I don't understand it. So this uh, is beyond fact for me and beyond annoying. It's rude. Taylor? Okay, I'm cap on this, but the caveat would be uh, you said full volume. So I think it's appropriate to have it at a volume that's the same as the level everybody else is speaking at. Because what's the difference between a song and somebody's annoying voice? Okay, but it's their voices kind of all come together to make like the background soundtrack of a restaurant, right? There's the plates and the silverware and the dishes yeah. and the hum of the restaurant. Yep. And then if you can distinctly make out do, 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 number five. It's like it, it pierces yeah, that's through the, the problem. rest if of the If it's too loud, if it's too loud, I don't, I don't think having it at a low volume is a problem. Five. Do, You're a good do, man, do, 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 Taylor. Do. I think Travis and I just would hallucinate. No, I, I'm telling you, I have been in that situation, and when you're in a place, yeah. it is your responsibility yep. to make sure your young children don't bother people that are there to have a nice Do time. Do you look at the parents? No. You ever give them a look? No. No? I just it, know that it bothers them. I give them a little look. I give them a little look. Does it change <laughs> if it's a kids. restaurant that's like family-friendly? That's like a kid-scented restaurant. 100% yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's if you're at than Chuck E. Cheese and the kids got the Elmo song going, right. that's one thing. If you're at Mastros, yeah, it should probably be turned down. <laughs> what about like um, a chain, like Chili's? Turn it down. Okay, okay. I think but Chili's is more. It's a family type of place. Again, that is. I don't mind that it's on the table. I've come to grips with the fact that Junior's watching 
Yep. Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Fine. I, whatever. Just don't want to hear it. That's fine. All right. So today is National Compliment Day. And not only is it National Compliment Day, but apparently it's studies shown that men receive less compliments than women do on on uh I believe on that. But uh, you have a hard time accepting compliments that are given to you. Alan, factor cap. A little fact to that. I think I don't know why. It's a little kind of uncomfortable or um, I'm not exactly an attention seeker. So pick the right line of work. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Hates attention is on national don't look at me or, or, hey, <laughs> hey, you can still do it, but you don't have to shout your name out all the time. I think there's a, a well, style that you can do it. What's the show called? <laughs> exactly. Travis and Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa. Um, there's a style. Hey, what's Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan's not. I mean, th- this is the number one podcast in the world. The guy's not out there screaming or anything like that. Howard Stern seemed to do okay screaming. He did. Rush Limbaugh. But everybody. But everybody's Colin got. Coward. Everybody's he got different styles. Right, doing this. Styles um, are different. Most of them are pretty brash. Anyways, long story <laughs> short, um, I think yes, getting compliments could be a little. I, I stand more on fact than that one. A little, little. A little uncomfortable. Trev? I've gotten better at it as I've gotten older. It, it, when you're a little, at least for me, when you're a little bit younger, it's like, yeah, no, nah, it's not a big deal. But now it's like, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for saying something. That, especially when it's about work. That, that That's the one that feels the best. If it's about the way that you look or something, I know they're lying. So I just keep <laughs> it moving. But when it's something about the work or, or your kids, I'll tell you the number one compliment you can get when somebody says something nice about your kids. That that's one that you that hits you right there yeah. when they say, hey, I just want to tell you, you know, your your son, your daughter, they're terrific. I really think that you guys have done a great job with them. That's the one that makes you feel the best. What about your cooking or your cleaning? Yeah, no, that feels that feels good. I like that when somebody says, hey, that was that's a tremendous compliment for sure. On on average, what if you do get a compliment? What is the compliment about? Is it about work? Is it about your food? What is it for both of you? What do you think? For me, it's more associated to the job doing the show. I think that more more than anything else, it's that because I think after that, then it's like you know what? If, what I don't know what somebody's going to tell me on the side street, but somebody who knows me might say, "Hey, heard you on the show, this that, like the show, whatever it is." It's it's kids and work are the two. That, and I guess I, when, you guys wouldn't know, but when I throw parties, oh, I get right. compliments <laughs> that I'm a nice host. <laughs> you guys, nice. we'll, oh, yeah. we'll see if we can come up with something, <laughs> Taylor fact yeah i struggle with this i don't know i think it's kind of a midwest thing too is you're not supposed to think you're better than other people i don't know it's something i'm trying to get over too but i i struggle with compliments about my looks when people compliment that but um start off my morning every morning coming to you and say taylor you look freaking good you have nice eyebrows thank you man i I appreciate appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) but i I like getting compliments about my musicianship that's like that's one that i enjoy right yeah i think it's 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 about your personality, about what you do is much more important than how you look. I mean, it's nice sometimes to get compliments for how you look, but it does obviously feel shallow or feel different. Emily, now that I know that those bangs are clip-on bangs, I'm having a really hard time not noticing that they're clip-on bangs. I know, right? Yeah. They're very clip The color is literally almost exactly your good. natural hair. Color's just, good. The but texture is you, different. And it's got like a bump in the front. I know. Yeah. I'm trying. I think I, if I did it differently, I probably could do it, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it's a good thing to see if it works, you know, like if I like it. All right, so um, uh, off of um, Taylor's Hey Did You See, uh, I mentioned uh, the Ryan in the office. I would like to go beat him up, you know, like I don't like that character <laughs> that much. And then it kind of got on Twitter that someone was like, oh, I think The Office is overrated. So The Office is overrated. Uh, uh, Taylor, Fedra Cap. I know I say this all the time. I think it's properly rated. <laughs> um, 
I, I like The Office. It's a good show. I, I like all the characters. I think it kind of dropped off in the last couple seasons, but um, it's it's classic. Classic TV. You can turn it out anytime. Trev? I, I think I'm going to go with Taylor. I, I don't think it's overrated. I'll just say cap on that. It is an iconic television show of its time, right? That every generation kind of, you have MASH in the 70s, you got Cheers and Seinfeld in the 80s and 90s, and you have The Office for the early part of the 2000s. This you is forgot Friends for, for a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Friends. No question about it. But yeah, that's that of the early 2000s, that was the show for sure. And it's still fun. That's the biggest mark, right? You can go watch an episode of Cheers or Seinfeld. Still really funny. Yep. You can go watch an episode of The Office 10 years, 15 years from now. It's still going to be really funny. I, it, it's terrific. Is there an iconic comedy for you right now of like the 2010s to early 2020s? I think Veep. I think Veep is hilarious. You know, I watched my first episode yesterday of Veep. Really? First episode. Did you like it? it? I liked it. Yeah. In the beginning, I thought it was a little slow. By the time the show was done, that episode, I'm like, this is hilarious. I love her. I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus is awesome and amazing, and it is a completely miss on my part. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe check it out. And then I also think Abbott Elementary might get there with a couple more years. Everyone loves it. It's a really good classic. You know what it is? I'm not saying you got to like it. It's Modern Family. Oh, yes, yes. Modern Modern Family is the answer to the 2020s. Right. For sure. Yeah, for the sure. late teens and 20s. Before that, for me, it's always sunny, right? We've talked about it. Just Love it. As good as it gets. I think this is a cap for me, and I think a lot of it has to do, I don't think The Office is overrated. A lot of it has to do with something that you just mentioned. Can you watch an episode of theirs tomorrow and be okay with it? I can watch Seinfeld tonight, tomorrow, and it, I don't need to know the storyline. I yep. don't know. need to know what's going on. Just put it on and I will watch it. That, to me, is the definition of why it's not overrated. The, and The Office, too, when you're fl- flipping around, and it's not... Is it on Peacock now, I think, streaming service? That's where it lives, yeah. yes. But it's still on Comedy Central or right. TNT, wherever it lives. And you're flipping, like, okay, I'll check it out. Very few times is it, I don't like this one, and you skip it. Once the only you one go I don't there, watch, Todd Packer. The episode called Todd Packer, I don't yeah, watch it because I, I hate him. There, there are a couple that don't really hit me right, but you're yep. right, Al. That you can pick up any episode, too, and you don't have to you know know the previous. No. Yes. It's a good deal. It is a good deal. Pat Riley talking about LeBron, and he said something in a piece that Ramona wrote, Al, that made me go, huh. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday, about a quarter before noon in the Southland with Travis and Sliwa. A lot of response, not just on text, but also on social media, Trav, to you actually opening up your wallet last night and paying for a meal. I'm glad that everybody had a nice night. That's all I really care about. <laughs> you ruined my, my whole, it was supposed to be my night. Well, I'm sorry I ruined your night. I hope that you at least got to enjoy the sandwich and the martini and, you know, kind of cap off a pretty good day with a nice little meal don't forget coming up uh coming up at noon i'm gonna tell you about being starstruck which doesn't happen to me yesterday was starstruck and it has nothing to do with you plus you can see emily's bangs at youtube just search espn los (laughs) angeles watch the show live and you can see that i'm wearing the same clothes as yesterday taylor's not wearing a hat and emily's got bangs 
Amanda really wanted to see the bangs, so I put them back on for here. Amanda, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we doing? Medium. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Average. Medium. Average. Yeah. Thumbs properly parallel. rated. <laughs> exactly. All right, Travis, not overrated, not underrated. I'll tell you about being starstruck at new. Travis at Sleewood continues right now. So we're walking out of Riv yesterday, and I'm walking to my car, and you have a chunk of prime rib with you. <laughs> I wish. Um, you just grabbed it. There's, I don't know if you, so it kind of sits up on this hill, right? This beautiful old clubhouse built in the 1920s. It's stunning. It's just awesome. And then off to the side is this brand new little area where they're playing pickleball. They have like, there's eight or 10 courts, right? As you might expect at Riviera, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Most of them are full. If there were eight courts, six of them are in use. That's okay? full. It's, it's pretty full. Guys, and I'm watching and I'm thinking, okay, I got to see if I can pick up a tactic or two for our upcoming tournament. These guys were like the John McEnroe and Bjorn Borg of pickleball. They're hitting two. <laughs> That's who we're going to have play in this tournament. You know that, right? Two handed, the two, okay, here's the racket, right? Yep. If you're watching us on YouTube, mm-hmm. you see me. This, this paddle is just slightly bigger than a ping pong paddle, mm-hmm. okay? Two hands on the racket, hitting two-handed backhands, top spin up the line, down the line, and as far as I can tell, having played pickleball twice and watched it once for forty-five seconds, mm-hmm. the goal out is to move in as close to the net as you can without going in the kitchen. You want to get right to that line, right? Mm-hmm. Because once it in there, when I went and played with my buddy the other day, it was ping, ping, ping. These guys, ping, 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 ping. The ball never hits the ground. It's really quick back and forth. And it was like watching a slot machine go off. It was unbelievable how good these guys are. If there are any of those guys in this tournament, we are screwed. Okay, correct. You agree with this or not? If we said we're going to do a basketball tournament, Mm -hmm. okay, there's basketball tournaments that are done all the time. If we said we are going to do a a home run, you know, like we did the softball game, or if we did, these things happen. When you say pickleball, it's not like there's only so many guys, girls, whatever the case is, that really care about pickleball. The moment we said you can buy your way into this pickleball tournament, is this not their Super Bowl? Are are these ringers not coming out in March and basically like, hey, if you didn't know my name before, you're going to know my name by the time this is over? I don't know. Trav and Slee are going to be talking about (laughs) Rick in Ontario. I don't know if there's a lot of Riviera membership slash uh, Travis Lee crossover listening. Maybe, maybe, hope so. But I picture like the sign-up sheet for the ESPN 710 Pickleball Tournament up in the Riviera Pickleball Clubhouse. Like, let's go destroy these guys. <laughs> because they were so good. And for all I know, Al, they're kind of average. I honestly don't know. All I know is that those guys, if, if you and I are going to yeah. go shoot some baskets at the park on mm-hmm. the weekend, th- this was LeBron James and John Morant. That was the gap between what I saw. And for all I know, they're average. It was it was the fact a that you went home and told Bobby and Michael I saw the John Morant of LeBron James of pickleball today. It was they were really Damn. really good, Slee. It was a it was a weird deal. Um, so you know we took a bunch of pictures out there yesterday, and Scott votes who was our uh, winner of the contest. They uh, Jason wanted to get a picture of us up against the Genesis Invitational, this big, yep. giant Genesis Invitational thing. And so he goes, Trav and, and Scott, go, go stand up there. So Scott's a big dude. Like, he's probably about my height in much better shape than I am. Um, 
And I, I was enjoying my time with Scott a great deal. And I'm thinking we're, you know, we're contemporaries. And he played high school baseball. And he, we were talking about all these things. We're having a really nice time. Plays a little golf. We're sharing stories. Yep. I'm thinking, you know, this is one of, one of my guys. And I'm just thinking, you know, I'm on his level. He's on mine. We go to take the picture. And I put my hand around him, right, my arm around him. And I kind of clap him on the shoulder like this. And we're done. He goes, Yep, you do the exact same thing my dad does. You got that dad grip when it comes to <laughs> I'm like, I'm as old as your dad? This sucks. Like, I, I thought we were like, you know, we could have been in high school together at the same time. And he's like, yep, my dad does the same thing. You got that dad claw grip when you put your hand on somebody's shoulders. He called I you just, pops on the way did. out. I'm like, that just absolutely burst my balloon. I was having a great time, and he called me his dad. Did he ask you to take a selfie? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> then that would have really changed. <laughs> that would have been next level. You would have got dad, chin so. down. Like, dude, dad? Really? Is he like on, late twenties, early thirties? He's like, like twenty nine. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, he's yeah. young, super young. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I didn't need the. You remind me of my dad. Yeah, really. I want. You look like my grandpa. Oh, well, that's good. You know, you remind me of my best friend from high school. That's what I'm looking for. I want to feel a little. I don't want to be your dad. Did you walk away with your shoulders down, your head down? It's a little deflated. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm going home. I'm going to go see the pickleball courts. So nice, so nice out there, Slee. You should come out there next year. By by the way, um, never been out there. I've been to Pelican Hill? Uh, Pelican Hill. Yeah. I've never been out there. Yeah, that that seems like a Pelican Hill is beautiful. Scenic okay. views, ocean. Yep. It, it, it's it's a beautiful spot, but it doesn't have like the history and the character of this mm. spot. Like when you, I'm more attracted to. I, I like that, especially L.A. L.A.'s got this. Some of these this? spots got. I think it's the twelfth hole. Might be the twelfth or that's twelfth hole. Mm-hmm. There's the bogey tree. It's not the bogey like you've won over par bogey. Bogey as in Humphrey Humphrey Bogart. Because he used to live right behind the course, and he'd go over there and smoke cigarettes behind the tree as the tournament was playing. That kind of stuff. That that's the kind of stuff that's going on out there. And you said, caddy that was there twenty five years. I'm probably Steve. telling you. You know, you, you said all the stories that you're getting. That's yeah. that's. Amazing. It was good. It was a very very good day. Um, Lakers and Clippers tonight. Yep. LeBron's closing in on the the all time scoring record. That's going to happen here in a month tops, probably a lot less than yeah, that. Yeah, probably less. Um, and so, you know, we're revisiting Kareem. Ramona, I thought, wrote a really interesting piece on Pat Riley, on LeBron James, on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and this whole concept, well, we've never seen anybody do what LeBron has done before. And Pat Riley's like, yeah, you have. Kareem did it 30 years ago. I, I wonder how you see that because i remember watching those kareem teams Mm -hmm. and kareem was impactful occasionally but at the end at the very end of the 80s he was in his 20th season like lebron is right now he wasn't doing this he was Mm -hmm. not dominating the game night in and night out the way that lebron is i remember um when we were talking about hey let's look at players that have been around for 20 years in the nba what were their numbers right so i'd look at tim duncan I'd look at Dirk, I'd look at Kobe, I'd look at Jordan, i looked at Kareem. Yeah. And I was trying to compare, okay, what were they doing compared to LeBron? Here's the problem with Kareem. Kareem was 41 when he Wait, was in his 20s season, UCLA. right? Yeah. So he was 41. So I would then just go back and say, well, let's look at his numbers when he was 38. Because that's the best comp that I can I make. I agree with you. So Michael and I would do this in the pregame show. So... I think that's what maybe Pat Riley's point is, is it's not apples to apples because one guy is 38 years old and he's in his 20th year, uh, but he didn't play four years in college. So there is, what will LeBron be by the time he's 41? 
That's probably was what, what Pat doing Riley's what talking LeBron about. LeBron is doing when Kareem was 38. Was he still the best four or five or ten players in the league? I, I, I don't remember it like that. He was a dangerous guy because of his size, because of his experience, because of his, you know, his intellect and his ability to play the game and all these things. He was still a weapon, especially in the playoffs. But I don't remember him when you would watch a Laker game yep. in the mid to late 80s, Magic Johnson was the best player on the mm-hmm. team. And again, it's Magic Johnson, but there were nights where Kareem would be amazing, but I just Magic was the guy yep. on this team, and Kareem would occasionally have a night. LeBron is the guy on this team still. So let's clarify it. No, nobody's doing – No, nobody has done what LeBron has. Kareem at 38 was still putting up 23-6. and six. So he was still putting That's up really some, good. some really good numbers. Yeah. By the time he's 41, he's putting up 10 points a game. And I think that maybe that has something to do with what Pat Riley's saying. But ultimately, at the end of the day, there is no comparison to what Bron is doing right now. He also said that he thinks LeBron plays only for one reason and that he's still got a shot at that reason. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.